six for the money. Week six. Welcome back to the Two for the Money podcast. Week five was not so kind. I'm on this big roller coaster of doing okay, doing well, doing shitty, doing well, doing shitty. Um, recap of last week. We uh we did okay. And I'm, uh, say, I, I, I'm saying we did okay because you did all right and I did kind of shitty. So combined, <laughs> we did okay. Uh, uh, I, I had the first half of the, the day. I know that. I was leading the first half of the day pretty good there. I think I had like two wrong out of the first half of the games. And then like I think you rallied in the afternoon. You rallied a little bit, didn't well, you? I didn't. I didn't tally up the games, but well, here is the tally. Here is the tally. You went nine four and one last week. We both pushed on the uh, the Cincinnati Seattle game. The line yes. was three. Cincinnati won by three, so the push on that. So you finished nine four and one. I had my first because of those fucking Seahawks. Um, <laughs> I had my first losing week of the year of six seven and one. So that puts the standings at forty one. 32 and 1 for you, 38, 35 and 1 for me. We're both still up over the course of the year. So hypothetically, if we had put an even amount of money on every single game and doubled up on the locks, we would both still be in the positive at this point of the year. You know, Jackpot. almost almost a third of the way through the year, which is crazy in itself that we're fucking a third of the a third of the way through this NFL season almost. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, on the season locks uh, for the year so far, you're a perfect five and zero. I am four and one. Um, so, like I said, we'd still be in the positive if we had bet an equal amount on each game. If we just strictly focused on the locks, we would be fucking winners. So that's what I'm taking as my W, at least for last week, since I couldn't get a real W over the over the yeah, overall the, record. Do these podcasts have the time and date when they're actually recorded? Like, you can't really. I mean, we mess talk, with that, right? I mean, it depends on when they're uploaded. So, depending on how lazy I am, <laughs> they might get uploaded later in the week. I always actually post the picks before Thursday night games on the website. Anyone can go there, culturedeforce.com. Um, so those are time stamped. So you know, yeah, yeah, we get, yeah, we got to start spreading the word. That that is fucking amazing. I really didn't think about it. You know, we just enjoy sitting here breaking down the games. And really, we, it's it's at minimal research. I mean, imagine if we really had time, right? No, I mean that's what's so crazy about this. I mean, I think we offer. I don't. I don't want to say we offer like high, high, uh, high. What's it, what's the word? We we don't offer like the most statistical analysis. We don't offer the most researched type of. Um, you know, stats and and conversation about it. But I think we're offering valuable information. From what we see. From what we see, exactly. I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big, 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 big analytics guy, but I am absolutely on board with the eye test. Like, you can't just look at stats. You can't just look at, you know, all these different numbers and not take into account what these teams actually look like. So, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, mid, midway through it, or close to midway through it, we're finding out that uh, our picks that are right or that are correct and what we are basing what we see uh, from is also like coinciding with what the statistics are. Like for example, yeah, after this week I did review like the team stats and how they're doing as far as, you know, statistically. Yeah. And uh, you know, you would sway that way even if you were looking at the statistics. So it's just uh 
you know. I mean, I commend you. Hey, we're we're still battling it out. I'd I'd call us rookie, rookie, rookie uh, handicappers. handicappers. That's right. <laughs> so let's get this going, man. Let's get it going. Let's start with Sunday night. This game is. You know, every week we go through these games, I'm like, oh, it's a divisional matchup, and there are going to be a lot of divisional matchups just from the nature of how the NFL is structured. But this one's a, a good one from the team that we both thought was going to win the NFC South to the team that probably is going to end up winning the NFC South. It's the Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints. Atlanta minus three. You know, a lot of people say that wherever the public goes, you put your money on the opposite side, right? And I noticed that it doesn't happen in every game. A lot of the times, the public is right. You know, a lot of the times, the public is wrong. So it really sways from week to week. But I think in this scenario, the type of game that it is, um, Drew Brees is at home against a division rival. Uh, All bets are off with statistics when it comes to division rivals because they're just playing chess the whole way. Uh, Peyton adjusts. Um, I think it's a high-scoring game. I think New Orleans uh, gets it done. They had plus three at home. I, I'll I'll take that any day. We're you know what, New Orleans. You know what's crazy is last week I, we were on this train, and I think a lot of people were probably on this train. Maybe they weren't as vocal about it as we were. Um, you know, it, it's not. I don't even know if it's something that we vocalized on the podcast, but it's something that you and I had conversations about, and that was New Orleans has to get CJ Spiller started. And last weekend was the perfect, perfect time to do so. I don't think they can win without getting him started. If um, you remember, I told you, I said if they can just, he's got to be the go-to, right? Like he's got to get fed. If he can be that guy, then I think you know New Orleans can do it. But I don't think he's going to be that guy. We're going Philly. I think my pick was Philly last week, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> I don't. But see, here's so. the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think that if they get CJ Spiller started, they're all of a sudden this juggernaut that you know. Oh my God, they're winning games. It looks like the old Saints and no, whatnot. I would, but I yeah. think that in order for them to have a shot at winning these games, they have to get CJ Spiller involved. I mean, he's a big part of that offense because historically, New Orleans has always had success with a running back who can do a quick out out of the backfield and receive a short pass from Drew Brees and take it from there. And the fact that they, I don't know what it is. I thought Sean Payne was an offensive genius. The fact that they're not involving him just baffles me. Um, So with that said, typically Thursday night games, I don't know, this year it hasn't been as true, but typically Thursday night games are a running backs game because it's a short week and you just really want to, you know, take it more or less easier um, mm-hmm. and just hand it off to your back and let them do the work. Yes, good call. I, so, I, was, I didn't even think about that. It's a short week for Atlanta. Yeah, so that being said, like I, I think uh, I think Atlanta wins this game, and I think they win it by more than three. I, th- I just believe in their running game a little bit more with their improved, I'm not going to say good, but their improved offensive line. Um, I think we're actually going to see some Tevin Coleman this week too. I don't think it's going to be all Devontae Freeman. Um, but I think Atlanta wins this game, and I think they win it by three. I'm going Atlanta. Okay. Moving on, uh, Denver. <laughs> Undefeated Denver at the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Cleveland Browns plus four at home. Oh, man. The sorry state of the Denver Broncos. Have you ever seen a team win so many games and 
not look good doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the Denver Broncos. It's just the Denver Broncos. I mean, that's 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 one of those. What are <laughs> the Denver Broncos? They play I, good defense. That, play, that's for sure. They do play good defense, and you know they they get by on these games. Luckily, they don't need to have the amazing Denver offense to 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 win on these games. But if if you had told me that Payne Manning was just going to be a game manager and that he would almost lose the team games by throwing bad passes, I would have, oh man, I would have slapped you in the face. I was like, how <laughs> dare you talk about Peyton Manning like that? Now I feel like slapping Peyton Manning in the face. Like, how <laughs> dare you put on a Peyton Manning jersey and look like that? Huh, you know, I just don't believe in Cleveland. And even as bad as Denver looks, I'm still going to go Denver here. Um, Minus four. Minus Denver. four, even if it is in Cleveland. I think this, this weirdness of Denver not losing a game continues. And it just it, it'll feel like the most unjustified 6-0 we've ever seen. But, yeah, Denver. <laughs> this is going to be a big week, my friend. We're going Cleveland plus four. I'm just going to throw out some things out there for you, okay? Now, I know Denver's got the number one defense in the league. But you know what their offense is ranked? 27th? Stance. Out of 30th? Oh. <laughs> so, um, and the Browns' offense is actually isn't bad at all. They're 8th overall, 6th in passing. Uh, I think they lose. I think they lose by 3. We'll take the 4 points. You know, you know what's crazy here? What's crazy here is if you said, let's take the individual parts of both teams' offenses and plot them against each other, you would look at the passing game. Well, let's start with the running game. Uh, pre, uh, pre the season starting, you'd be like, okay, C.J. Anderson, Ronnie Hillman against Isaiah Crowell and Duke Johnson. You'd be like, this is obviously a Denver win here. And if you look at the passing game, and you're like, okay, Payne Manning, Demarius Thomas, Manuel <laughs> Sanders versus uh, Luke McCown or Josh McCown, um, and Travis Benjamin? <laughs> I don't even think I knew Travis Benjamin's name before the season started, to be honest with you. So, he's fast. He, he's fast. He's fast. I know that. He, I mean, <laughs> he's fast and he has dreads. It's like the second coming of Josh. Uh, oh, shoot. What was the guy's name? Oh, uh, Josh Cribbs. Josh Cribbs, yes. But thinner. But thinner. Yeah, <laughs> but going back to what I was saying, you would have been like, oh, that's easy. It's easy. uh, uh a Denver win on the passing game and the running game. And then now he's like, he's, he's like Josh Cribbs skinnier and he can actually play wide receiver. <laughs> he can actually catch passes, which is what you ask yeah. a wide receiver to do. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, you'd have to give the edge to Cleveland here. I think the defense does enough though. I really do. I think that's what Denver has been hanging their hats on. And I think they'll hang it on them, uh, hang it on the defenses again this weekend. Yeah. All no, right. I agree. I think they win, but not, just not by four. four. <laughs> no. uh, I mean, they've won some. Like, they've won some close ones too, you know. So yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Funny that that line started at four and a half and has since moved to four. So, ooh, that is tricky, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that looks like a little public sneaker. <laughs> but see, th th that's what I'm saying. Uh, the previous game, the Atlanta New Orleans, that's a big game. You know, it's a Thursday yeah. night game. It's prime time. Everybody's watching it, so everybody's betting on that game. Those games. I feel like Vegas really 
sets you up. It's like they sell you that spread, you well, know. They, but it's like a smaller, smaller market games that you know not a lot of people are watching. Only really the local, the locals. Um, I think those spreads is where you can hit the where the public is right. You know, that's that's what they jump on. Yeah. So, all right. So let's go to a game that, in fact, no one will be watching. Um, <laughs> between the Houston Texans, <laughs> here's another one, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, the Jacksonville hasn't been that bad, but they still don't have any fans. Okay, Houston and Jacksonville. <laughs> Houston minus one and a half. Oh, I so I, I really I really want to go Houston because they're my they're my pick for the division. You know, they I, I mean my heart <laughs> my heart is with Foster and, and even Hoyer. I think the Hoyer replacement is good. Oh, here we go again with this division game in Jacksonville. Uh, I like Jacksonville this year, so it's hard to go against them at home. Getting points, getting one and a half. We'll, we'll go Jacksonville here. I mean, this is to stay out of the cellar of the AFC South. These teams are both one and four. They both have one win each. Um, yeah, Houston's de- like. Remember when Houston's defense was good? Like, remember when they were good, and then they're like, oh, man, we're getting Ed Reed, we're getting even better, and then Ed Reed turned out to be really old and really bad, and Houston's defense just just doesn't doesn't do anything anymore. They don't do anything. How many times do you hear Jadamian Clowney's name? Um, On the the injury report, you hear it all the time. (laughs) Yeah, but other than that, is is he in the highlight? They have defensive plays on highlights. I mean... They have individuals, is the problem. The... Uh, it could be the schemes. Who knows? But he's a he's a good team tackler. He's a good assist. <laughs> he's a good assist man. So, I, hate, I I hate this game. I, I really have no. I, I I've looked at it. I've thought about it. I really have no idea what I want to do. If I was betting, I'd probably you know just not touch this game whatsoever. <laughs> but I am gonna go with Houston here as well. Right. I think it's ugly. I think it's ugly because Houston is playing, but uh, I think uh, they have to win this game, so I'm going to the Texans. Okay, moving along. Chicago at Detroit. Another game that looks like people want to watch it. <laughs> Which he wanted to watch it last Chicago year. Chicago and Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to watch that last year, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, minus three Detroit at home. I'm going to go Detroit. Um, I think the public's going Detroit on this one, too. They face some really tough matchups. I mean, they're, they're 0-5, so don't get me wrong. They haven't played well, but they've had some really tough matchups. I mean, the Chargers and the Vikings, you can think what you want about them, but since then it's been like the Broncos, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals. Those are all good defenses. Um Chicago's yeah. Chicago's run defense isn't really that good, so I I think Detroit's run offense allows Matt Stafford to not have to do too much, just manage the game. Um, I think it's a close one, and I think it's a, a mid-scoring type of game. No big scores, but no low scores either. I'm picking Detroit to get their first win of the year and to win it by at least three points. Or at least four points, I should say. Well, uh, I agree with you. I think Stafford gets back on track. Uh, I think they do win. I don't think they win by three points, though. Mm. 
Uh, I will take the Bears. I disagree with you on the because well, first off, I disagree with you on the rushing part because Detroit isn't really that good. They're not rushing. Good. They haven't <laughs> been good. It's all potential. It's definitely and, all potential with that. No, I, I, I hear you, but the Bears are top ten in rush defense, so I think they hang. Uh, I just don't think they win, so we'll take the Bears. I uh, just don't believe it. I just do not believe in it. All right. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. The new, the brand new Miami Dolphins 2000. New head coach. New everything for them. <laughs> at the Good Tennessee old Titans. Dan Campbell. <laughs> at the Tennessee Titans, Titans <laughs> minus two and a half. He reminds me of that guy that was like, what did he say? I will bring an explosive offense. That was, Lane, <laughs> that was Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin in Oakland. That was his first press conference. <laughs> new Oakland Raiders head coach. I mean, what's Dan Campbell supposed to say? I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to suck for a, probably a lot more <laughs> of the season. But <laughs> I'm just hoping to have a job by next year. They asked if anybody wanted to be head coach, and I raised my hand. I mean, seriously. I didn't even uh, really mean to raise it, but it kind of looked raised, so they gave it <laughs> to me. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take the Dolphins off the bye. I don't, it's not about Dan Campbell. It's about the other coaches behind him that are still working. So um, we'll, take, and we'll take the talent on the field. I'm going to agree with you. I think Minus, there's always... I mean, plus two and a half, yeah, sorry. I think there's always a little bit of a honeymoon period when a team fires its head coach because all the players want to step up and kind of prove that it wasn't me, it was the coach, you know? So they play just a little bit harder. I think it happens every sport. I don't think they go on any sort of run. It That never happens. But at least for the game and maybe the next game after that, after they fire a head coach, players tend to play just a little bit harder I think based on that kind of talent alone, the Miami actually pulls this one out and wins the game. Um, so we're both going to go the Dolphins here. All right. We will take the Dolphins plus two and a half. <laughs> Next game. Your, sorry, our Washington <laughs> Redskins going to New York at this time to play the Jets. The Jets are favored... By six. That's fucking insane. Who are you taking here? Um, I decided when I picked the Eagles and then I picked the Falcons that I was going to say, fuck it. <laughs> we are just going to legit pick who I would go. Bias aside, homerism aside. Um... I like to think that I'm able to do that as a third-party outsider, even when it does concern the Washington Redskins. So in this particular case here, with six points, I'm picking the Redskins. All right. I'm He's doing finally it. on board. I'm not, it's not even just on board. I just think that that spread <laughs> is way too high. That spread is way too high for this game. Now, I know the Jets are playing well. I know they just came off their bye week. But I think the bye week's actually going to be a detriment to them. And I think that they're going to, you know, feel all good about their 3-1 and record. And they might still pull out this victory, but they're not going to do it by six. I think the Jets are going to fail to neglect, or are going to neglect 
how strong our run off run defense is. Even though we didn't really show that last week, I, I think we have a bounce back performance at least in that department. And um, I, I think we keep it close. I hope we win, but I think we keep it close at least. Closer so than Washington. I'm taking the Redskins. See, the buy thing is tricky for me because, and another thing that really stands out is uh, Revis and Cromartie. And so that's already shut down. Like, you can go ahead and just forget about that. Is Deshaun Jackson playing, do you know? He practiced. He practiced. He was practicing he at the play. end of the week last week. So he practiced, I believe, on Friday, and then he practiced, um, you know, uh, today and yesterday, so fully suited up everything. Yeah. So initially, when I had reviewed some stuff, I picked the Jets here minus six. I did. I think defensively, they're just going to out scheme them. Uh, it's just going to be tough for us to move the ball against the Jets. I think they're just going to be too complex for us. I think we're just still young, you know. Um, but then the flip side. <laughs> says, no, uh, there's something weird about this season. It just feels weird, right? Uh, this it, whole year we lost, has been we weird. Lost, but we lost, but it doesn't feel like it, it hurt as much as it did. I mean, it hurt, don't get me wrong, but as much it is, as it is those losses we had last year, for example. Because you knew you, you're losing and you're not going anywhere, right? Like, you're just, you're losing. That's it. Just get used to losing. Uh, we had that game last week. They covered the spread. That's great. I'm not really happy to take that W, but we'll we'll stay on the bandwagon. We'll take the plus six. I think they come through mad. And um, oh my goodness, please don't throw any interceptions, and we'll be good. And if Deshaun Jackson plays, you know, then we go Redskins. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a big. Uh, I think that's a big key in having a good shot is having. At least Deshaun Jackson play. Yeah. All yeah, right. Because it's not it's not about Deshaun Jackson, just he's gonna be a touchdown monster, he's a beast, he's unstoppable. I mean, he just he does so much to a defense, like he literally alters a defense. Well no, I know what he does. You know, I think if we're just strictly thinking in terms of Deshaun Jackson versus Jameson Crowder or Deshaun Jackson versus Ryan Grant. Like I I like Ryan Grant and I like Jameson Crowder, but the attention that would be paid to Deshaun, even if it is single coverage, the safety's attention that he has to pay to Deshaun is a different ballgame. So. And, and the funny thing is, this is the wrong team. Remember I was telling you, they got to show some balls. This is the wrong team to really show your balls. You know what I mean? Like This is the team that will exploit that. They'll, they'll you know, make, you know, create turnovers off of that. So, I mean, I hate to say it, we kind of got to be conservative but still be ballsy at certain points of the game just not you know rambo i mean, I don't want to see kirk cousins out there just bombing away yeah then yeah. we're in trouble and then yes the jets will cover that six but here's the thing we're averaging i don't think that's gonna happen you know i i don't think our offense has been that impressive to it the isn't. point where you know it's just like oh yeah their offense is okay but we have been averaging about 20 points a game and whether that comes in garbage time, like it did against the Giants, or whatever, you know, like we've been averaging, uh, not twenty, but you know, on the higher side of the teens. And yeah. I just can't imagine New York putting up that many more points. So, 
That's why I'm picking the Redskins. All right, moving on to uh, a team that's actually really good, that, whose offense is very elite and proficient. The Arizona Cardinals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Funny line, Arizona minus three. <laughs> uh, we'll take Bruce Arians and the Cardinals minus three. Uh, they've just been money all year. <laughs> They really have. I mean, you just go Cardinals the whole way, and you you should be fine. You got that one blip against the the Rams. The Rams, but other yeah. than that, they've been money. Yeah, I I I don't know what else to say. I don't know why this line is three. <laughs> if you it's are, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's gonna be tough. I mean, it is Pittsburgh, and it, you, you got to think that if this game was in Arizona, they put it at what six? They probably put it at like seven and a half if it was in Arizona. Um, I just, I just can't believe in a Michael Vick led Steeler team. I mean, he was, could, he could, he could do that against the Chargers team. It's not a Rivers, you know. It's not really against Rivers. It's against that defense. I don't know if he'll be able to do that against the Cardinals. And the Cardinals. Here's are, the thing: it wasn't even deal. it wasn't even Mike Vick that was doing it to him. I mean, it was Le'Veon. Le'Veon was doing it, and I oh, don't yeah. think Le'Veon will be able to do as much against the Cardinals' defense. So, we're both going with Arizona here. All right. Next up, we got the Cincinnati undefeated <laughs> Hude at the... Uh, hey, I'll take any team that wants to fight, okay? <laughs> Rex Ryan. <laughs> Rex, Mr. I'll take any team that wants to fight. <laughs> I mean, uh, this spread is hilarious. It's plus three and a half Buffalo at home. Here's, Who do you take? Here's the question, though. Here's the question. So, the line opened up as a pick. Since that line opened up last night, <laughs> we found out that Tyrod Taylor probably isn't going to be playing and that they just signed Josh Johnson. And we don't know, and we know, at least we know that LaShawn McCoy's not playing. We think Carlos Williams might play, but he also might not play. Why? I'm going the Bengals. And so am I. <laughs> <laughs> There's no explanation needed. No. Buffalo, I mean, I think Buffalo's going to get to him early. They're going to pressure him. Andy Dalton's big time this year. Wow. Uh, we're taking Andy wow. Dalton. Yeah. We'll take Andy Dalton there. Yeah. It just makes you think, like, I mean, it's pretty much the same defense intact over there in Seattle that went to the Super Bowl last year. Pretty much. Just like with the with, with the addition of Kerry Williams uh, taking over uh, Byron Maxwell. But who gives a shit about Byron Maxwell, right? Like, who is he? One One key loss, though. Is now coaching the Atlanta Falcons. Who who is that? Dan Quinn. Oh yes, yes, yes. Their coordinator. Yeah. Yeah, that that you're right. Good point. Um, but moving on, moving on to. There were two games this week that I just hated. Uh, we already went over how I hated the uh, Houston Jacksonville game. This is the other one that I hate: Kansas City Chiefs. At the Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota minus three and a half. 
It <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounded like a millionaire laugh, huh? That <laughs> sounded like a million because this is about to be a millionaire pick right here. We're taking the Chiefs plus three and a half at Minnesota. That's it. Just oh. that. All right. <laughs> you know, the Chiefs are my Texans because I pick them to win the AFC West. And they are one and four. And you pick the Texans to win the AFC South, and they are one and four. Yep. That's Why are the Chiefs so bad? Andy <laughs> Reid is going to get fired by the end of this year. But you know what? You know what? What the ironic thing is is that Jamal Charles tearing his ACL might have just saved Andy Reid's job. Because even if he didn't, I don't think the Chiefs were going to wind up being that great this year. And now they can blame it on not having Jamal Charles in the lineup. I'm going to go uh, with the Vikings here. All right. To win by three and a half. Um, just because the game's in Minnesota for no other real reason. Just because the game's in Minnesota? Yep, just because the game's in Minnesota. Okay, I can dig that. I mean, I'm just saying, it's, I think uh, KC, seeing it here, KC is, what, 13th against the run, and Minnesota's like 26. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm okay with my pick. Okay. All right, moving along. And speaking of those Seahawks, going back to... Uh, the 12th man nest. Carolina is coming to visit here. Off the bye. Fresh off the bye. You know, Cam Newton smiling. Uh, <laughs> Seattle minus six and a half at home. And let's See, just point out that Luke Keekley is back on the field. <laughs> um, yes. And I think that's going to be a, a big factor here. Um I think Seattle wins this game. I really do. And I think they hand Carolina their first loss. But I can't, in the same way that I picked Minnesota to win just because they're at home, I think Seattle's going to win because they're at home, but not by the six and a half points that they're going to be giving. Um, I think it's a low-scoring game. I would love to take the under on the 41 here. So I'm going Carolina to cover. Has Cam Newton been in Seattle? In his career? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. No, I, I don't. I, this is what I'm saying. I don't think the Panthers' defense is going to play that bad at all. I just think that Cam Newton's going to play bad. I think that, uh, yeah, he's going to give up some points. I think Seattle's defense is going to have a good day. That day, I think they cover that. Uh, yeah, you see, I just, I, I think that both. You defenses, can see that happening. You can see that happening. I know. Oh, I, I, I just, I, I see both defenses playing really well. I, I see a defensive battle here. So, all right, the former Harbaugh Bowl, the Baltimore Ravens at the San Francisco 49ers, Baltimore minus two and a half. Uh, we're taking Flacco here. He's six and zero against the San Francisco 49ers. We'll go ahead and take that minus two and a half. Uh, I'm with you. Going the Ravens. Just because I think the Niners suck, man. 
I, I know Baltimore has them good either, but the Niners suck, man. <laughs> I, 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 hey, I dig the confidence. Uh, Colin Kaepernick's talking about hey, they can still go 12 and 4. Uh, dream on, Colin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh my goodness. Colin Kaepernick needs to start working on his resume because I don't see him lasting very long as a starting quarterback in the NFL much longer. Yeah, should try acting. <laughs> he really should. Ever, ever since he decided he wanted to be in a Beats commercial, it's just been all downhill from there. <laughs> hey man, going to a Super Bowl changed your life. Oh, man. I mean, I don't want to get into the 49ers here, but just imagine they were within 10 yards of winning a Super Bowl. Oh, top of the world. They were within 10 yards, and they decided not to give the ball to Frank Gore just once. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's kind of the same thing what Seattle did last year. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But you know what? San Francisco had more opportunities. They were farther from the goal line, but they had three shots to punch that thing in, and they didn't hand it off once. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All right. And San Diego. No, I'm sorry. Edit that. Uh, next up, we got the San Diego Superchargers. Uh, and they're going to put on their North Faces on and head over to Green Bay, play Aaron Rodgers, where he's favored by 10 points. Who you, are you taking here? <laughs> you and I had a conversation last week about um eddie lacy and you're like when did eddie lacy get started last year and i said week five is when he got started um and put up a dud week five <laughs> he put up a dud and guess what week six is when eddie lacy is gonna get started against the week uh san diego run defense <laughs> levy on bell just ate them up and eddie lacy is gonna eat them up and they're gonna win by more than 10 points because their defense is not going to be able to stop a Green Bay Packers offense, which has just been dying to get that one blowout. They have good victories, strong victories, but they're going to get a blowout here. Picking Green Bay at home. Uh, oh, man, I like Green Bay. I think they win. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Phillip Rivers pulls it off. Phillip Rivers is playing excellent football. Just saying. Um, but it looks like it's going to be tough going into Green Bay. Yeah. Because quarterbacks don't seem to do so well. No, I mean, they don't do well against the Packers in general. They do even worse when they're actually playing at Lambeau. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that I noticed something last week. I noticed that it seemed like they're getting a little tired. And keep in mind that, yeah, they're, they're still, you know, they're undefeated. Top of the NFC. Um, but they're getting tired and they're running out of depth. I mean, James Jones is your guy, you know what I mean? Like there's no Jordy Nelson. And like you said, if Eddie Lacy takes off then Hey, maybe that happens, but I don't see that happening. Uh, I, I think he has a good game. I, I think they win. I don't think they cover the 10. We'll even take Phillip Rivers here. I, everything you just said makes me believe in my Eddie Lacy breakout game even more so. I think <laughs> I think that they rely on him this week. And I think he justifies that decision. 
So because they're getting tired because of the yeah yeah the depth what, like, running out yeah you're right. I mean, we're a third of the way through the season, just about. Um, you want to have that one game where you can just say, you know what, Eddie, do your thing, and do it for us this week, and I believe he obliges. All right. I think he does. I, I, I just, I agreed with you. I think he does. I just don't think they what cover about the 10. Yeah. Yeah, cause it, cause it's a big spread. The thing, it's a big the thing spread. with San Diego, they're, they're a garbage time team, and they have a quarterback that can quickly drive them down the field. So, yeah, I just see that playing out like that. It's going to be a tough week, but <laughs> we're going to, I think we're going opposite most of these games here. Yeah, we are. We definitely, definitely are. Let's see if we can actually rally to, uh, to some common common agreements for these last two games <laughs> sunday night starting okay. with new england at the indianapolis colts new england minus seven and a half oh i think new england whoops that ass <laughs> in indianapolis uh we're taking the patriots minus seven and a half the game is too easy right now for 12 um yeah they're looking like they're wearing down too especially in that cowboys game but then something happened there it's like when you watch Green Bay, they were like slowing down towards the end. When you watch the Patriots, it's like they started picking it up towards the end. That's like scary. And we got to play them this year. We'll take the Patriots minus seven and a half. Well, we got one because I'm also picking the New England Patriots. Um, you know, lost in the lost in the thought of how well Tom Brady is playing and how well that and how how well-oiled that offense looks. Um, I don't think their defense is as bad as the points or these games show because, like you said, a lot of it comes in the garbage time. Um, so I'm going to England because I don't think Indianapolis is, is, uh, is going to put up much of a fight. We're going to agree on this one. And, wow, they lose this by that many? I mean, it's a wrap for Indy. <laughs> Yeah, just saying. Well, but they they are in a division where you can still make it, you know. So, I mean, they're in a division where no one, absolutely no one, wants to uh, jump ahead in front of the pack. And I mean, they're three and two. It's not yeah. like yeah, it, that's just crazy that that division is so bad. Then again, so is ours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is true. Speaking of ours. Oh, speaking of it, this is yours. Last but not least, this is a division-altering game here. The New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles minus four. Who do you take here? I hate that we have to pick these games on a Tuesday <laughs> because we don't know if the Giants wide receivers are going to be healthy once Monday night comes. I think the extra day helps them. And I'm going to pick this with the assumption that both Beckham and Randall are playing. And under that assumption, I'm going to pick the New York Giants to... I think they're going to win, but they're definitely going to cover. I mean, there's a lot of this talk about Chip Kelly wanting to coach the Trojans and how he's on their short list. And he wants to go back to college because things were easier back there or whatever. Who cares? Um, really? Yeah. Has he admitted that? No, but USC has sounded him out, apparently. Um, really? They, they're looking at two guys, and Chip Kelly is one of them. So I think that's just distractions, um, un, unneeded distractions. 
I think New York's defense actually holds up um, well enough against the uh, the Philly the Philly uh, the Philly offense and uh, Sam Bradford. Um, like I said, I don't know if uh, I I think the Giants are going to win, but if they don't, they're gonna get they're gonna get within four. It's one of those games where the Giants defense just shows up and you're like, oh, where did that come from? <laughs> what are they? <laughs> what it's are like, the Philadelphia Last week, what they were was a running team and they ran all over the Saints and that's just what you had to do. Uh, this week, because despite what all, you know, yeah, they're, uh, that's what Chip Kelly does. He spreads you out. And, you know, he hands the ball off. Well, you know, he spreads you out and he passes the ball a lot, too. And, and the Eagles are actually pretty good um, overall as far as passing in the league. Uh, 13th, to be exact. New York Giants aren't that good uh, defending the pass. And that's not a stat. That's just from what I see. Taking Philly, minus four, mm, okay. prime time. So we cannot agree on the last two games. No. I think we no. agreed on maybe three total out of this entire week. So this is a this is a pretty big week here unless we split everything that we've uh, that we've uh, disagreed on here. I do need I mean I definitely do need to make up some uh, I need to make up some games. I'm down by three games on the course of the season here so far. I need to make up a game on the locks. So this week I'm going to go with the game that most made me say, what? <laughs> Which is the Arizona Cardinals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, yeah, Arizona. Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. They are my lock of the week. Oh, see, normally I would go with our Washington Redskins okay, as the lock. Uh, but no. Um, we're taking the Miami Dolphins as the lock of the week. Put it all on that. I like that pick. I do. I like that pick. That's a good one. So, hope so. Again, oh, I, I just just a breeze just passed by me. It's like your first loss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Look at you trying to anti-jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So another week in the books. Let's see how. This actually turns out, um, and uh, and as in the great words of John Anthony, let's make some money. <laughs> let's make some money. <laughs> let's make some money. <laughs> it's not like Matthew McConaughey. Or... <laughs> let's make some money. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, okay, man. week six in the books. Week six picks in the books. Two for the money. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. All right. All right.